0: Sonic states.
1: Hello everybody, welcome to Sonic Talk number two hundred and twenty-four, recording live today, Wednesday the sixth of July. Uh well, you, those of you in the chat room will be enjoying the live stream and live chat that's coming along. Um, that's sonicstate.com forward slash live, 4 p.m. on a Wednesday. And I'm going to flip to our fulsome. We've got a good Skype day because all our video is working, so I'm going to flip back to that so you can say hello. Everybody can wave all at the same time. woo So we'll say hello and welcome to uh, – we'll start with um, Rich Hilton because he's, uh, he's large up there on the left. How are you, Rich?
2: Very well, thank you. Very Rich
1: well. Hilton. Um, Fresh back from uh, Brazil, probably.
2: Yes. Yes, it's true. Uh, Got back, I don't know, Saturday morning, I guess. So I've been home for a few. Excellent. How was your trip? How was the gig? Very nice. Very nice. Lovely venue. Warm audience. Uh, We went on uh, later than we expected. That was the only downside, is that people were a bit tired by the time we got there. But
1: it was a really nice gig. Excellent. Well, I'm glad to hear that. Very exotic and exciting. And the other one uh, over there, who's also large, is uh, Gaz Williams, uh, back in bricks and mortar this week. I'm rather disappointed. As I said in the pre-show, I thought I was rather hoping to, ex- to see you in a hot air balloon or something. So Gaz Williams, songsurgeon.co.uk.
0: Well, thank you very much. Mm.
1: <laughs> oh, he's got a different mic. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I've also got a different voice since last time as well.
1: Oh, yeah. You've, uh, you've pitched yourself down. The hell are that, you doing?
0: <laughs> that's because I'm coming from my TC Helicon Voice Live Touch.
1: Ooh, Make- I've seen those Coolio, and that is, this is real time stuff.
0: Yeah, it is, and it's actually a very, very cool little device. I'm uh, I'm amazed with it so far. So um, it's going to be quite an interesting thing for me. Uh, the reason for this particular thing is um, I've done some. Sorry, I had played some gigs recently and listened back to the playback and everything sounded good except the vocals, you know, and the vocals are just like, you know, we've been really working on everything, but like not the vocal sound. So it just kind of had a look around at stuff. And uh uh well, actually, if you remember right, um Nick, when we first met was... Over a voice live, the, oh, that's the floor right. You unit. brought the
1: voice live too over, didn't you? That's right.
0: That's right. Um, but this one is—it's uh, like a—it's like a microphone stand-mounted device, and it's got like a touch screen. It's very much influenced by um, iPads and iPods and stuff in terms of its user interface. Uh, it's a static screen; it's not got like a changing graphic screen. But um, there's things like swipe and uh, multi-touch and various kind of uh, technologies sort of gleaned from that. And uh, why that's really good in this particular kind of form factor is, is that when you kind of, you know, certainly in like the rehearsal room or on stage, just being able just to reach out and just being able to sort of do incredibly fast gestures and uh, there's not really much of a menu system on it either. So everything is very accessible and very, very fast. So, so far that's pretty to hey, be quite Are
1: we listening to pro, your voice being processed? I mean, does it, it sound like EQ and compression on it?
0: Now, yeah, now that's an interesting thing. It's got like a little, it's got like a a completely unadjustable uh, parameter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, for instance, this is off now, so this is just bypassed. Right. I and mean, then you've got, you've got like, you've got four different modes and it's like adaptive EQ, but you can't really change anything on them. Some of them have got gate on and you can have them without gate or whatever. Uh, here's another one. The thing is, when you actually put it out through a PA speaker, it's really, really good. It sounds really, really good.
1: I mean, I must say, say, it's a completely different you this week. So we've (laughs) lost the car, but we've gained the TC. Is it the voice plus?
0: (laughs) It's the voice live touch. Voice
1: live touch. Well, we should say hello to uh, a couple of other people while we're here because we have a fulsome chat room. Down the bottom, um, next to me, over there, is uh, mr dave spears looking uh I, I should think you must be feeling all chuffed i mean you know imposca 2 out on mac also the touch digital Is it out? hardware oh! controllers out <laughs> no one told me yeah yeah g4software.com of course dave
3: yeah who'd have thunk it hey eh? who'd have thought it it yeah we kind of managed to release something
1: is it a load is it a load off do, do you feel do you feel that the weight has been partially lifted from your shoulders or is it just a world of other stuff
3: funny i uh, asked the exact same question yeah yeah but, i mean the last the last couple of days have been yeah busy busy it's always really good to get something out in fact it's funny because you sort of forget about it after a while i love the whole development process for me that's just the uh, kind of the reason that I like doing what I do, and then it gets to this point where it's like, actually, no, come on, then let's just do something and let's release something and get it out there. And what's really funny about this is actually, it's been on—I think it's been on four albums already. So it's like, you know, it yeah. has been out there, it's been out there. But actually, I'll tell you one thing, and I'm going to keep my fingers crossed. I'm I'm looking for some wood. We got a bit of. A I've philosophy. got some. No, no, which no. is uh yeah <laughs> oh hang on i can find some here yeah uh, oh no it's not there um we got a bit of a philosophy which is refine and release and i know it takes forever for us to put stuff out but actually and i am touching with it it seems to have kind of have paid off because normally what happens i've noticed with some software releases is when stuff's released all of a sudden there's a kind of barrage of oh it doesn't work with this and it doesn't work with that and i think so far what was it Monday? So we're on Wednesday. Uh, I've had two bug
1: reports. Well, that's sweet. I mean, that's what you want, isn't it? Yeah, I mean that allows me to kind of sleep at night, <laughs> really. <laughs> and that's you know
3: that's probably because we take so bloody long to do anything. But there so you
1: go. Just just to just to actually voice what exactly is going on. imposca Two has been released. Uh, it was released on July the fourth. Happy Independence Day, everybody! Uh, released on July the fourth for Mac OS X, right? Yeah. Uh, and yeah. Uh, Do you want to tell us, uh, you got any just quick quick pricing and upgrade stuff, or is that all still to be confirmed? Uh, no. Uh, God,
3: I can't remember. Uh, you'll have to have a look at the website. To be honest, I can't remember. <laughs> I, I think know, it's but... something like, I think it's 59 euro upgrade from original imp, as long as you're registered.
1: And then... Um...
3: Oh, I can't remember what the rest is. We okay. did a blowout. That, Kiwi a blowout Steve out says
1: 139 euro new. That's um the Thank the, you, the chat room, the brain of the chat, the huge supermassive brain of the chat room is jumping in to help out. <laughs> Thank think. you, Steve.
3: Yeah, um, yeah, no, so I'm really happy. And the, the response has been great. And the controller thing, I think that was a bit of a surprise for some people. You knew about it in advance. I did, yeah. Um, that was a surprise. And that seems, I don't know, I mean, We'll just have to see it's all it's all quite exciting and weird at the minute fifty nine no average. longer just in this room do you know what I mean yeah
1: it's out there
0: can i can I jump in and say something no. um they've very kindly shown me the um imposta two with uh the touch controller the fantastic hardware controller a few weeks ago and I'll just have to urge everybody they've got to try one out because it is an absolute it's the most amazing build quality I've ever seen on anything that's been branded a controller before. And uh, it's just an absolute stunning piece of equipment. I was so blown away with it.
3: It's, it is amazing. In fact, it's funny because I, I did them a video uh, about with me using it, and it was great having guests here and using it kind of independently. But what was really fascinating is I think in the video I said something like, um, you know, the knobs kind of remind me of a Prophet 5. And then uh, Richard Lawson pointed out, and you have to understand, I don't get a penny from the controller, so I've got no reason to kind of big it up without. (laughs) There's no financial gain involved in this. But when I said to Richard about it, he said, actually, they're better than Profit 5 because they're aluminium and this, that, and the other. Then I kind of came back in and started looking at it and then looking at everything else we got in the room, and I was kind of going, actually, it is better made than anything else we have in this room. (laughs) (laughs) How weird is that?
1: Uh, uh, wow. K- both kent and uh, R- uh, rich lawson in the chat room are the creators of the said uh, oh. Imposter control so uh, congratulations fellas um, i must say hello to mark tinley who's been waiting oh, patiently there as well <laughs> yeah sorry, mark tinley uh like com. how are you mark nice to see you there
4: i'm all right actually very well thank you
1: oh good you've just popped up massive you've popped up large on the screen so good to see you <laughs>
4: reasonable haircut this week is that's it is that you, have you
1: been you've been to the hairdressers is that uh is that it though? is that how you base whether you're going to join the show or not is how you're ha- you're having a bad or a good hair day
4: absolutely but last last week you completely caught me out and i had a very strange haircut last week i don't know where that came from
1: the resolute well, well that doesn't come across on the audio so it's not too much of a problem
4: phew that's all right then. <laughs>
1: Yes, uh, touchdigitalcontrollers.co.uk, uh, by the way, for the uh, to buy the controller, and then um, g4software.com for all your other imposter needs. So yeah, yep. that's. I think have we got everybody? I suddenly I feel like I've, I haven't missed anybody else out. How have you been anyway, Mark? Had a good week?
4: I have had a good week. Actually. I've been fiddling around with music a bit and playing around with sounds of things and just kind of tinkering around. My son arrived, my 14-year-old son arrived from Scotland on Wednesday. Wednesday. Yeah, He arrived yesterday then, so yeah. Excellent,
1: right. and you've uh, chosen, to, chosen to spend your time with us instead. That's very kind and generous of you, Mark.
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm sure he's, uh, I'm sure he is understanding. Anyway. Um,
4: occupied with Club Penguin and Eastern him and playing some game or something.
1: Ah, right, okay, well let's, let's take a look at some of our topics because it's probably about time we did. Um, let me see, right, uh, what was I looking for? I was looking for the this one, yes, so I'm just going to pop that one up there. And...
0: We had to see, you know, how cool we would it be so to get 24 to iPads in a classroom, get a group of enthusiastic learners, and let's see how this works. You know, we'll write a song, they'll learn it, we'll play it, we'll perform it. The great thing with the iPad is that it's so creative. Its user interface doesn't impede progress.
1: It's a bit like a sort of dream ad for for Apple's iPad here, but we'll cut to the chase shortly. had to wait for the vocal to come in because it's uh, it's obviously being processed via the ipad as well Right, I'm going to stop there because it's turning into a bit of a sort of. It, look, it does look like an iPad ad, but that was, in fact, a, a, it's a sort of independent thing by a guy called Neil Johnston, who is the, uh, the, 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 compa- the conductor figure in that, and the guy at the beginning. Uh, he's got a company called Store Van Music. Uh, hold on one second. That's the phone going. Just one second. <laughs> 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 oh, I love it. Some things never change. It's funny. Oh dear, sorry about that. (laughs) Hey, nice one, Gaz. Right, where was (laughs) I? Yes, that Ian Johnston we did that topic we finished that Oh, you're you, brilliant. thank you very much uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's Ian Johnston and storevanmusic.com who are kind of they do a lot of educational stuff music picture that kind of thing and this was uh, a piece that they did uh, with 24 iPads and kids and it was a kind of it reminded me a little bit of the uh, the Gareth Malone's The Choir but with music and it just it was great and Apple um, very kindly pointed me at that URL because obviously they must be chuffed to bits with something like that because they're hoping it's going to go massively viral and lead to lots of sales and how great and wonderful it is but nine idea and a nice nicely executed um anybody got any thoughts on I mean, gaz you teach don't you so i mean
0: i, I do workshops with kids yeah i do so you, would, that's re- really interesting yeah. you,
1: would you think that that would be i mean because i've mean, looking at just the level of kit and stuff that they had there's obviously a lot of money behind it i mean the two range Rovers and some really expensive trailers <laughs> all those nice flight cases it did look like they really were uh, um you know in business there
0: Yeah, it's it's phenomenal. Um, But, you know, when I think the thing about having that kind of uh, sort of control over the volume of, you know, so many children, (laughs) I think that's where that really scores really massively, really, you know, because, you know, when I do this kind of uh, like rock sort of workshop thing, um, I'll have to post links for it because it's really wonderful. We've been getting some fantastic results. Um, But it is time kind of taking a whole bunch of kids, normally sort of up to around 12. Uh, and making like you know a full-on tune with them and then rehearsing it and then they do it as like a live performance but it is it's really trying to get them at the right sort of volume level so I mean something like this is really good because the technology sort of kind of means everyone's on a fairly even playing field sort of thing. I Um, suspect
1: there might have been a little bit of post-production in that particular what we were listening (laughs) to there.
0: Yeah yeah.
1: I mean, it was all going into Pro Tools, as far as I could tell. And, uh, you know, I mean, it was definitely... I'm not saying that they weren't all brilliantly in time all the time. But, you know, there may have been a little bit of timing correction going on as well. I don't know.
3: No, it's interesting, because that was the first thing I noticed. I didn't know that there was a connection with Apple here at the beginning. But when I started watching it, I was like, it's got that kind of Apple sheen to it, isn't it? The whole video thing. It was like the ethnic clip art people and all the kind of rest of it it was like oh and he's perfectly shaved in with his designer stubble and all that kind of stuff it's very interesting and they've got, got those
1: those really <laughs> expensive lenses that they use with um with uh, uh, high definition uh, you know slr dslrs isn't it
3: yeah yeah i was looking at it going yeah yeah 5d mark ii you know yeah yeah apple pro post production <laughs> really interesting and i didn't know that until you said that apple has sent it to you
1: yeah, but I, and I spoke to the guy. When I, sp- I spoke to Mark, because I uh, he's I spelt uh, sorry Neil, I spelt his name wrong, uh, brilliantly in my press release, uh, and uh, and um, he said I said I oh, had you know how does, how's it going? Is it going well? He said it was a hell. It's just such a massive amount of work to pull all that together because I imagine they probably had to get the the funding or at least the access to the iPads out of Apple and you know because I mean just twenty four iPads has got to cost you a few quid, isn't it? I mean that's like twelve grand <laughs> just to. <laughs> to start with and then there's all the yeah, other yeah. stuff you know so i mean you know they, they've obviously all pulled together and there's a lot of M audio keyboards quite a good i mean it's a product placement um dream isn't it
3: <laughs> yeah but you know hats off yeah, getting good. kids engaged i'm impressed Go rich that's the point yes is, exactly
2: did it get kids engaged what was the expertise level of those kids Before, obviously this is a culmination performance Probably with edits or what have you, but in other words, this was the bringing together the final point in a process by which they created that song in those instruments. Now, are those all music students? how How effective is this thing at bringing lay people into the music making process? Because you saw certain screens with the the and they almost all were using GarageBand, and and you had the Easy Guitar open, for example, with different chord labels on it. And so, if you show kids four chord labels, which is about all that was in that damn song anyway, and and you tell them in what order they come and over what period of time do you then take a bunch of kids who have absolutely no experience playing music and make them available to a creative group make music making process and I don't know from that video to what extent the iPad facilitates that or this instructor facilitates that or how it happens, but it all felt pretty darn cool to me from the standpoint of creating a course for people who are non-musicians
1: to come together and play. Well, I agree. I mean, I think personally, I mean, the thing that's going to get kids buzzing anytime is going to be working, creating something contemporary together that they can join in with. They don't necessarily might make I mean, I if I would have been involved in that and I wasn't learning an instrument, I might as I might start showing a downside more interest and thinking oh i really enjoyed the feeling that playing with all these people and creating something that made me feel because that's what got me into music i mean i wasn't i didn't know how to play but that whole jamming thing that whole kind of something that is more than the sum of the parts when you're working together in a group is really powerful and really sort of uh, visceral for a lot of people well it used to be it used to be a social business I mean, I'd, lo- I'd, I'd, you know, I would love to. Yeah, give them kazoos, says Sonic fifty four oh three. Certainly, be a lot cheaper, and I'm sure, you know, if you had the right, per- if you had the right person teaching that, <laughs> and woodblock, if you had the right person teaching, and a triangle, of course, yeah, and right, t- yeah, the, let's and not forget <laughs> the tambourine and the uh, wooden glockenspiel, yes. Uh, but I mean, if you have the right people teaching it, you know, the technology is sort of irrelevant, isn't it? And that guy obviously is fairly, you know, energized, isn't he? Yeah, no, he was
4: good. Yeah, was he was enthusiastic. Yeah, 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 enthusiasm. Good.
1: Mark, did this sort of thing happen at your school?
4: Well, I, you're talking about like what you get from like writing music with other people, and that, that wasn't why I joined a band. I joined a band because I was weird and girls liked me That you know, once I was in a band. <laughs> but I can see how that could translate to this <laughs> paradigm as well, right? Because it's kind of, you know, if you're a weird lad and you want to get girls to like you, go and fiddle around on this iPad and you're making this music and you're going to be pretty cool, I would think, doing it that way. So I I was quite impressed, yeah.
1: It's interesting because I thought it would have, you know, it has all the ingredients for the viral sort of nature of it, apart from the fact that maybe it does look a bit like PR for Apple. And as a result, you know, it's not gone, you know, it's not got to the hundreds of thousands of views and what have you on YouTube. But um, Neil was saying that it's going to be featured perhaps on some uh, national news coverage this week in the UK. So it might, you know, it's still got legs, isn't it? So I mean, I hope it works out for him because as a business, it must be a very rewarding thing to do. I mean, Gaz, you, you do this on a regular basis. I mean, do you find, find that rewarding working with kids or is it kind of difficult to get them motivated?
0: <laughs> no, it's unbelievably rewarding. I mean, uh, I remember a couple of years back, I went on a tour supporting doves like a big tour around sort of stadium arenas and things and and as a consequence i had to miss a bunch of the workshops that i had sort of scheduled and you know i thought oh it's cool you know go off and do this tour uh, but i really missed doing the workshops i think I thought then like, it was a bit of a realization that I was getting actually more out of that than I was from playing on the big on the big stage, you know. <laughs> um, so it was amazing. It's really amazing. I mean, I'm really lucky in the project that I work on. It's a stunning project. It's um, called in, in and you know we get to sort of like liberate kids really from uh, sort of uh, from kind of constraints of kind of school things into this really brilliant uh well a lot of people liken me a little bit to the Jack Black character in School of Rock when I'm doing (laughs) it but it's great because I, I I really I I try and use that opportunity to sort of undermine their taste in music in a way and try and open their minds to different <laughs> things. And, uh, you know, and like a couple of years ago, we had a bunch of kids from Tonopandi. Now, Tonopandi in the South Wales Valleys. It's, you know, I guess, pretty deprived area in by UK terms. Uh, certainly. Uh, you know, certainly not a well-off area at all, and um, and I was just playing them different music, just trying to explain how fantastic music is, and uh, and I played them a little bit of Fela Kuti because I was just currently buzzing about listening to that, and a couple of the girls were just sort of like dancing a little bit. And I saw, it's an amazing groove, isn't it? It's absolutely amazing. And the next thing, we ended up sort of doing like a full on fella cootie type song with them. And the way that they adapted to it. And I think this is what was interesting to Rich's point where he's saying about if people who haven't had experience or whatever, then it really, really it becomes more of a valid thing. Uh, but I think, uh, what well, the kids look about 15, 14, 15 in the video, I yeah, guess, yeah. don't they? Yeah. Uh, kids at that age are amazing. They don't have the barriers that sort of, uh, once they get a little bit older, they get a little bit more sort of into genres defining who they are as people. But just before that, they're just incredibly open. So, um, you know, in so my, just, just to finish my tale briefly is that the kids ended up doing this absolutely amazing song, really influenced by sort of like Afrobeat and Fela Kuti kind of thing. And I never, ever heard that music before. And, um, I find it fascinating. And I mean, that's really deeply rewarding. They were all totally buzzing about that kind of music then, you know, it's wow, a bunch of kids. It's of handy.
1: <laughs> yes, I'm sort of hypnotized by the sound of your voice at the moment. It just sounds so fantastically high quality. <laughs> it's amazing, isn't it? <laughs> i <I'm, laughs> kind of like, I, I just everybody's sort of silent and listening to every word. It's <laughs> amazing, amazing. It's, is that, is that it's it's I've fair. just got to ask you something else. Is that, uh, what's the mm-hmm. mic you're
0: using? Ah, no, the microphone is a TC Helicon mic uh, and actually got, there was a deal at the moment where it came free with the thing, but it normally retails at about 135 quid in the UK. Uh, one thing that's quite cool about it, uh, uh, there's a button on there, and you can assign that button to control any of the functions on the ah,
1: on the on the thing. Like um, if you press that, you could spin off a delay or turn on the. I could or... start
0: the loop like this, and I can stop the loop. I didn't hear I can that. Clear the loop. I'm not hearing that. <laughs> wow. Oh, sorry, you're not hearing that, are you? No. Because the looper element of it is post-USB. Ah. <laughs> sorry, oh, sorry so it's working as a USB audio interface as well. Yes, it Dude, is. How yeah. much is that,
1: Gaz? This sounds like we're endorsing
0: TC Pro. It's quite expensive. It was, uh, well, this is £415, but at the moment there's a few places that are offering them with the microphone as well, uh, sort of free. Normally that's 135 pounds, so it's quite a good deal, I think. You know, wow. it, does, of, uh, it does
1: sound incredible. Um, I have to
0: say, it sounds it sounds brilliant when you plug it into the PA as well. You know, it sounds really good, and and then and the thing is as well, it sort of really helps you kind of pitch with your with your vocals as well, just because it's kind of much kind of more direct sounding. It's brilliant, but uh, you know, and then when you go. Hello? like really loudly, it's, oh really, exciting. it's like really exciting. People take notice. exciting. I'm trying wow. to get the rest That's of my band to get them because it would be really cool. That is
1: cool, isn't it? Yeah. Everybody tune to the C How many, how many uh, vocal parts can you get on that? Two or three harmonies?
0: Hey, you've got four, four-part harmonies. Wow. And there's a cool few ways it works. You can plug MIDI, MIDI, into, MIDI into it and do oh, it. Oh, and do in, it and with a keyboard. Note, right. Well, it, yeah, but it's like notes mode where the actual notes that you play are the harmonies themselves, you see. So you can kind of move them around, and which is really cool. Or you can have it so, so it just identifies the chords and plug a guitar into it too, and it'll identify there.
1: Yeah, cool. that, that TC Helicon technology is amazing when you see it work. Yeah. Go, Mark.
4: No, oh, I was just going to say, it sounds like it does pretty much the same as the Rackman unit for a lot less money.
0: Yeah, yeah it sounds but...
4: sounds like I, it does that and some other things.
0: Well, when you see... I don't know if you can see this now. Um, the way it attaches onto a mic stand, there's the unit there. Ah, it's just a simple bit of leverage. And then it just goes, you just slide it through the gap and click it on. That's nifty. Yeah. Uh, I can't see my video now, so I'm just assuming you could all see that. Uh, We can see you. (laughs) Yeah,
1: yeah. (laughs) Um, yeah, that's fantastic. Well, thank you very much. Anyway, uh, Store Van Music for the Apple Dream iPad ad. And uh, I guess uh, we should probably say thank you to our sponsors, actually. Um, this is a good one. After we've just been bigging up TC Helicon, I'm going to have to go and tap them up for a sponsorship deal. Now you're going to be using this on the show. <laughs> I'll take it out anyway. I want to say thank you very much to Yamaha for the continued sponsorship of the show. Obviously, uh, what you're seeing here, if you're watching the video stream, is a lovely flyby of the Yamaha N12 uh, analog hybrid mixer. What this is, it is a hybrid analog digital mixer uh, it's got the analog front end uh, combined with a digital audio firewire interface, at uh, 24-bit 96K. Uh, it comes as an N8 8-channel and N12 12-channel. Uh, both modules feature this their new preamps, mic preamps, uh, which are characterized N. In fact, uh, if you're a regular listener to the show, you know PJ just bought a... Uh, Steinberg interface which has got the same mic preamps in it and he says they sound wonderful so uh, don't just take my word for it um, it's got uh, sweet spot morphing compressor it's got advanced integration with Cubase a high Z input for direct guitar and bass recording wide range musical EQ uh, high res Rev X reverb uh, fully integrated pro level monitoring suite comes with Cubase AI I believe as well uh, AUX Sense for art- artist monitoring or external processing dry or wet monitoring control as I said 24 bit 96 kilohertz firewire connection so if this it's something that you kind of think, mm, I'm checking that out. Head over to uh, YamahaSynth.com and uh, check out the Pulse stores in the UK, which are kind of like stores within stores, and you should be able to uh, get your hands on one, run some audio through it, listen to the mic preamps, check out uh, just, you know, what the compressors and the EQ sounds like. And uh, you can do the same in the US, uh, I'm pretty sure. download.com, YamahaSynth.com. Just go and find a store where you can try one out. And once again, we thank them very much for their continued sponsorship of the show. Right, um, welcome back, everybody. Right, what's next? Let's have a look. Oh, we've only done one topic, but we've had so much other interesting things to talk about. We've sort of done three topics, I suppose, but that doesn't really matter. And and, and this was really interesting. This was the one that I thought uh, that you sorted out, Mark, and this was um, the Audio GL Bandcamp. I'm just going to play that. Let's see if I can do that. All right, just quickly fire this up. This is Audio GL, it's a uh, sort of ETA software uh, music uh, creation uh, and composition synthesizer basically on Windows as far as I know. So, it looks a little bit like the whole kind of reactor kind of vibe where you can create uh, components and route things automatically uh, through to each other and change parameters. Uh, you're seeing the interface here. Uh, I'm, I'm going to move it ahead a little bit because it, it starts from the beginning and go into the automation mode. See, because he's using a single oscillator, he says here, which I didn't quite understand how that was working. But uh, here we go, and this This is the amazing thing
0: instead of just uh, modulating a filter cutoff over time or maybe changing the volume of something a little bit, instead, what I would do is I would use the automation to change the way that an instrument sounds up to 10 to 20 times in a fraction of a second. Um, In order to demonstrate this idea, what I've done is I've written an entire track which uses one oscillator that is monophonic uh, to make this sound interesting what I had to do was automate the waveform parameter for the oscillator and I'm going to display the waveform that the oscillator is currently generating in the bottom left corner of the screen so Just that you can always see what's it a going bit more. Every
1: wire. See music. Now, I won't play the lot, but it looks absolutely incredible. And I still find it hard to believe that's a single oscillator because I can hear multiple sounds all happening at the same time. But as I understand it, he's got the single oscillator going into gazillions of effects paths and he's automating all of that and also automating the waveforms and stuff in the oscillator, as I understand it. I mean, it looks absolutely incredible. And, you know, he's obviously a very talented bloke in terms of interface design and, you know, being able to come up with and work in this situation. Um, any, anybody have any thoughts on this?
4: My thought on this is that it reminds me of Acid House in the ninth, around 1988. And the first real acid tracks that I heard just had this kind of quality that was somewhere else. And that, this, has, this has that simplicity, and then it has the complexity of modern, sharded up, kind of cut up. Mm. digital music so well, it has both both those things at the same time well the music so aspect really is interesting yeah. to listen to but really kind of sharp and dynamic and lots of space and kind of attacks on things and I don't know I find I think the music's really exciting and I love the interface so
1: I just I, I, when me. I was looking at it I was just thinking how the hell would you write that piece of music in that interface I mean
4: I sent him an email and I said, are you an alien? He said, I had thought about that, but I try not to think about it because it makes me nervous. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Because, I mean, I can't imagine how one would, I mean, you know, it's all that, you know, all of that stuff. I mean, it looked, he was obviously, he's going to be absolutely fluent in it because he wrote the bloody thing, but... I mean, I was looking at that, thinking, how on earth would you even get started? I mean, you'd have to be pretty, unless there's a workflow that we—I—I I wasn't being shown. But I, I don't know if anybody else uh, felt the same way.
3: I wanted to put 3D specs on while I was watching it.
1: It did look yeah. so yeah. beautiful, so beautiful. Really
3: cool. It
2: was weird because they were able to do what looked like a flyover of the entire path that they'd created, that that grid where the the modulation was going
1: in one direction and the audio was going in another direction. And it was really
2: quite amazing.
1: Uh, ergonom- so uh, ergonomically, must... it's questionable, says Absorber in the chat room. I think that's probably a fairly uh, appropriate statement. Well, that's the going in for no, the show I title. Agree.
4: No? I think you have to just get your head around it. If you watch the video a lot of times, you can start, you start to get your head around how it works and why it works. And it starts to make sense if you, Uh because I got a bit obsessed with it, I'm afraid.
2: (laughs) (laughs) No, I thought, I thought it had a lot of really innovative and cool interface ideas. Yeah, really? And then other ones look like nothing but a dialogue box with a scroll wheel.
1: Yeah,
4: sure. there was that. Yeah. I'm
2: just
1: showing uh, some. I'm try- yeah, here we go. There's some frames here. There's some sections where he's drawing in waves across a grid, which then becomes turns into automation. Um, that looked kind of interesting. But I mean, Jesus, amazing. I mean, Dave, you're you're you know you're you're a software designer. <laughs> what what did you make of that? Was it a mess, or do you think? Ooh,
3: uh, it looked. It kind of blew me away with that, like I said, with that whole 3D imagery. In fact, I looked at it immediately. Mark said about it, was it last week? And just kind of went, oh, that's okay. And then I hit the kind of demo button. I didn't watch any of the videos last week, but I just kind of hit the demo button while I was working and thought, blimey, that sounds amazing. And then this week was the first chance I got to look at the video and it was like, this is deep, really deep.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's like Reactor, but yeah. with a 3D rendering and kind of working out working in the Z plane at the same time. Add Take Reactor and then yeah. work that in 3D. And it's like, what?
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, but I think...
3: You, sorry, yeah, go ahead, Gus.
0: Well, just maybe that, you know, that working in that 3D plane is the way that you can kind of do the... I mean, because he was talking about all those kind of... Um, you know adjustments he's making obviously in this case into just a single mono oscillator and he's he's creating full kind of full-blown music how on earth would you do that without kind of getting into the Z plane you know i'm not quite sure you know and in fact you sort, you sort of think oh this is very interesting this is you know being able to i guess as an editor you've been able to move forward and backwards uh through time in 3d aren't you you know you're going to kind of scroll yeah. um I've been wondering about this. I'm sure many of many of us have as well. When is this going to happen that we're going to kind of start working in 3D? But I was wondering, I don't know if anyone can clarify this. I, I remember, you know, when uh, they were talking about uh, OpenGL being able to be used for um, audio purposes with like kind of 3D accelerators on cards. Is there any connection here between like the kind of 3D algorithms that are going on with some sort of processing abilities that the cards have? If, is it, because is, it's called... Audio GL, is it using that or am I completely barking up the wrong tree?
1: It's entirely possible, isn't it? I mean you would need some pretty serious graphics processing to do that rendering, even though it's just wireframe most of the time.
3: And he does say at one point that you don't need a hefty computer to run this. Well I missed that, did he? Yeah, yeah. No, there was something somewhere I read and it was like maybe it was on the um Create Digital Music site.
4: Somebody somebody... you you can run it on most laptops, I think I read somewhere.
3: Wow.
1: Okay. So it could be, could very well be. It is very exciting. I'd I'd really love to know, I mean, I don't know if anyone else, but back in the days when uh, we were getting into 3D and I was working on CD-ROM games, I started to learn a little bit about how to work in three dimensions. You know, you create a model, then you create a camera, and you move the camera around it so you can see all the different views. And to be honest, that was mind-bending at the time. And then when you add Mm -hmm. synthesizer design and automation (laughs) across you know, nine million lanes of automation, then I just can't see how anyone with a normal brain could actually operate Mm -hmm. this thing.
4: Maybe that's why I like it. (laughs) It's
3: it's that idea of depth of sound, isn't it? I mean, we all talk about, you know, sound having a certain depth and whatnot, but actually a visual representation like this is almost a perfect example.
1: Well it's funny because we talked yeah. about visual representations about uh, last week as well didn't we with the spectrograph thing with the uh, the way that, that that that's being used to kind of identify uh, fr- uh, stuff in sound and maybe it's just a, a new language that we're becoming familiar with and it's starting to enter into particularly I mean that sort of thing with touch where you could be moving the thing around it's we're just we're just beginning starting to see the beginnings of a new vocabulary in this kind of stuff
2: Yes thank you yes yeah, 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 and, yeah. And one thing in particular that he did that really surprised me was he kind of inverted the inputs and outputs of a of a I think it was a distortion into an EQ, and started and did some remarkable things with that EQ as a processor, inverting what it was. It was coming in and out of another processor, and it was really an interesting path
1: he created in, uh, and control functions. That's kind a of interesting. interesting. Uh, I'd still like yeah. to know. I know how was that one oscillator because it was definitely polyphonic. He's
0: well, probably putting things into delay lines and adding feedback to them, you know, so, yeah. so it's produced okay. the notes earlier on. Or...
1: Thank you. Yeah, I just and- needed clarification. <laughs> <laughs> and he's also sequencing the waveforms, and they don't all have to be playing the same pitch. Mm. Absolutely amazing. I mean, he hasn't actually got, as far as I could tell, like a, there's no solid resource for this. You, it's all very secret. He's looking for funding. But- Sorry, Gaz.
0: I was just going to say, remember the way that people used to sequence on the Spectrum? You know, the Spectrum had a monophonic voice chip, didn't they? And people used all sorts of kind of interesting tricks to kind of sort of make it sound like polyphonic music by just kind of... And I wonder if that guy comes from that kind of, uh, if he's got some history in that world, you know, or...
4: I got a sense that he was younger for some reason, a bit younger than us.
0: Yeah, Yeah, I think so, yeah. Yeah,
4: that's fine. Unless he was doing it when he was like two, which would un- which, which <laughs> which... make sense how he can do this stuff. <laughs> that's a very good point. That's a very yeah. good point yeah. Brilliant. <laughs>
1: uh <laughs> Excellent. But yeah, Audio GL bandcamp if you it's on bandcamp you can download the tunes uh, from bandcamp. Uh, if you just do a search for Audio GL uh, you'll find uh, there's uh, articles on CDM create digital music and uh, synthetopia has something and there's stuff on YouTube. But it's very interesting stuff uh, and uh Something to watch out for. I mean, I think he said if he doesn't get the uh, the funding, then he's going to go to something like Kickstarter and look for to to crowdsource the funding. Which uh, I don't think he would have too much trouble. I just I don't know exactly how much money he's looking for, but I mean that's got to represent I don't know a couple of years worth of work. Whether or not he's condensed it into a shorter period of time or not. I mean, at least a couple of years.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. I w I I wonder, Nick, if it's worth putting a link on the show notes for the Kickstarter Has he got as he set up a Kickstarter website. Then
1: I don't think he has yet. I yeah. will check if he I, has. I then, mind then, yeah, to it. <laughs> no, I think it's got to be worth the while.
4: I figured yeah. if I just paid, bought the track, and I paid ten pounds for the track because I figured that it was worth paying a little bit more. For oh, it. to get right. Yeah. I mean, that's how much idea. is a single now? 79p or something. If yeah, everyone good... went and bought a single for 10 quid, then he would have some development. Money, oh, well, in that it? case, you want to go to
1: audiogl.bandcamp.com.
4: And then buy the, um, buy the lossless version and burn it to CD and play it in your car really loud, because it frightens passengers. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's happening in your car. And oh, it there's... in the car.
1: I'm identifying titles all over the place. <laughs> Uh, frightens passers by. That's a good one. <laughs> if I can actually. Uh, so uh, anyway, I, I just I thoroughly enjoyed that. I mean, I'm going to definitely keep an eye on that. I've subscribed to his YouTube channel because I want to see more of this stuff. But very interesting, a very interesting business indeed. Uh, oh, I got the uh... still got the, um, the the modular setup. Um, in fact, that's the one thing I want to try and do. I'm, I'm looking for some more modules to. It. It's actually much harder than I thought it was to source. Uh, modules to review for synthesizers. Um, I got, because uh, everything I've looked back, you know, the stuff from NAM and those things, i all oh, right, I'll go and I'll, I'll see if we can get all of those. And it's st- in most cases, it still says not yet in production. So it's actually quite difficult. So I'm going to talk to the guys at Schneider's Buero and see if they can sort of put me a goodie box together of stuff I should look at for the modular thing. And I think that Gotham and uh, have, have also released a uh yamaha cs style filter in uh, Eurorack format so i'll check that out because i've got a cs15 so i could try that i'm just sort of desperately uh <laughs> yeah anyway <laughs> as you heard that sounded really dated all of a sudden after listening to the audio gl track my sort of <laughs> my <laughs> terrible bit of analog.
4: <laughs> thanks no, for that, that Asia, but you
1: are you are <laughs> that's another title um, isn't it right there man that sounded dated all of a sudden that's um, i think i'm gonna have to put that uh, mark that brilliant <laughs> Right. Um, so, what's our next topic? Uh, oh, we did the band camp. Um, <clears throat> Webify. Did anyone get a chance to check out Webify? Anyone care about Webify? Or should we go? Ah, oh, well, okay. I kept, well, I will. F- kept
0: saying it was busy. <laughs>
1: uh yeah, it did. I, I, I let me just find this. So, uh, I think it's it's that that I want, and then I want to go to here. This is the Web Machine. Let's see if I yeah. got the answer. Yes. The web machine, uh the da, dot dot Obviously, uh, the web machine is, web, 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 web is like the sound of dubstep, and uh, you can feed MP3s just by dragging them into there. I did actually have a chance to do that earlier. I tried with your excellent uh, track gas, which was the uh, let me just sh- show you it. It was the I tried it with um, with this, which was the thank you, Nick,
3: for this microphone. i which was the one
1: for uh, which, which you very kindly did for um, uh, the, the Samson uh, Go mic which we're using, you were using prior to your new setup. Right. And oh, I dragged it onto okay. it and it said, are you sure this is actually music? <laughs> which I thought was a little... <laughs> <laughs> And I'm guessing what the problem was there was that it actually um, couldn't, identify, it couldn't identify a beat or anything.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why doesn't that surprise me? <laughs> so it's obviously looking for
1: drums and things, but I'm going to play. This is there. I, I will play this quickly. <laughs> and there wasn't supposed to be a dig, guys, but I just thought it was an incredibly funny result. It's, it's brilliant. Uh, so brilliant. let me play Supermassive Black Hole. Uh, this is... Um, let's see if it will actually play There's the webbing going on there. I think that's enough of that. It's actually quite unpleasant to listen to for extended periods of time. <laughs> um, but that was... So basically, it, it, it's, what it's doing is doing this kind of like web, web filter on everything. And I think it does it automatically. And what people do is feed stuff into it, I guess, and then either create a remix based on those parts or whatever. But uh, yes... Rich, you're looking disbelievingly at my last statement.
2: (laughs) No, it's not that. I was
1: just (laughs) utterly unimpressed by this thing. Uh, I mean, it's a bit of fun, right? But the thing, as I said in the show notes, it raises a more interesting point about how contemporary production techniques become... Uh, set in, you know, it's so like I need to get this sound which I've heard on all these records. How do I do it? And you know, obviously, this is a sort of slightly flippant way of doing it, but it, it raises a more interesting question: as how do you find this kind of stuff out? Uh, as a first point of the question, and also, has anyone actually created one that you know a a a, a type of sound or a certain uh, a web, if you like, that people other people have wanted to adopt in their own music? <laughs> Does that make any sense? Yeah. Mark, go then.
4: <laughs> and I mean, I I know what you're saying. I don't think I've created a web that people want to use, and I wish I had actually. No, I'm um, not sure if I, I did, have either. But I did, I did uh, take a track and drop it into the web machine. It refused to accept my WAV file, so I had to turn it into an MP3. Yeah, I had that. It, it seems to cut things up into like bar lengths, and then. Uh, re-trigger the first beat quite a lot and put that woof, woof thing so anything with lyrics just comes out completely mangled <laughs> which is kind of interesting <laughs> I, mean, yeah. I suppose the nearest thing maybe I could uh, claim fame to might be and whether I can claim fame to that or not I don't know I mean my brother Adam I sold Adam a TR-909 drum machine which he used extensively but basically because he had it on uh, an X-frame on stage, live with him, and people could hear that 909 kick sound. It kind of identified for a lot of people who weren't sure what it was. Exactly what it was. Oh uh, so yeah, okay. It it helped maybe uh, making that a visible thing. No,
1: but. that's a good point. Uh, Rob GS in the chat room, 10CC Weber bullets. Like that. Got to feed that <laughs> one in there, obviously. <laughs> I know, Dave, you must be doing this because, I mean, you're. I mean, maybe not necessarily being immediately responsible for coming up with a riff or a sound, but certainly by creating software instruments that appear a lot, you know, and become the flavour of a of moment. You must have actually, you must have quite a few of these notched on your, uh, I don't know, what would you do? Not on your bedpost, on your studio speaker stand. It's like
3: Tourette's in our house. The Tron is the one. The Tron is really it uh when we first released that no one we even got emails from people going why do you incorporate these uh rhythm things in there they suck and this is shit and everything <laughs> and now you can't turn on the tv without hearing one of those on an advert which is quite funny because and then when we did the octagon stuff it was like oh so i'll be sitting in front of the tv with louise and I'll, all of a sudden i'll just go trump <laughs> like, like Tourette's And now it's like <laughs> optigon And everyone looks at me a bit weird And I'll do it when I'm out as well I did invent that ah, something Which is quite I'm going to big myself up here a little bit But um, when I first entered This whole music technology Kind of game software thing You remember I was doing those MIDI files From real musicians Using real MIDI controllers Oh yeah, yeah, yeah well, after we'd done the first one, we, I started experimenting with kind of templates of NRPNs and stuff like that. And as part of it, uh, my partner at the time said to me, try and invent a side-chained midi gate effect. And I went, uh, well, it's kind of controller 7 or 11, just put into rhythmic templates that you then layer over a pattern that you play chords. And we actually sold that as a product at one point. Wow. And the very first show we ever did, people went absolutely nuts over it. I think the only record that had really used it was, uh, you remember that seal, Crazy?
1: Da-da-da, yeah, no. yeah. yeah, I use that all the and time, the, gated gated and, pads, definitely.
3: But the ability for, of people just to kind of, particularly in something like Cubase and stuff, was just to loop up a, a template and then assign their pad to the same MIDI channel and just play away and get all these rhythmic things was quite amazing. There was a guy, I'll never forget this, there was a guy who was very heavily kind of handicapped and uh, he came up to the booth and um, his kind of carer was sort of, Gesticulating, oh, could you give him a demo? And this guy's grin was just—it was just unbelievable. And they, uh, it was like a market stall. Really weird. But anyway, there you go. Good I guess because I
1: mean that was kind of hard to do until I mean I think the way that I used to do it was I'd get a gate and I'd uh, key, I would put a click out and uh, or, or have a synth out of uh, you know to, I had a spare, I had a dedicated output of my D one ten that I used to do as use as a gate key. And that would yeah. uh, trigger, in fact, the pad I used to trigger all the time was there was something called Atmosphere on the D110, which played, it was like fifths. And you do that into a load of reverb on, and then trigger a gate and you get all of that kind of uh, business going on. in fact, um, mm-hmm. yeah, and that, that, became, that became a signature sound, but it was probably Nick. It's probably Nick from you, actually, David, um, subliminally. <laughs> no, I didn't know you at the time, but I must have heard it through your product.
3: It was just kind of weird because it was just sort of one of those effects that, like you say, you needed to side-chain a drum machine or whatever you needed and then put your, um, p- put your uh, instrument through it in order to get that gay effect. And then all of a sudden this kind of simple way of doing it came along and it was like, bloody hell, that's easy. Oh, wow. And actually the effect was really slick. Anyway. Nice. It was a long time ago,
1: people. Rich Hilton, you must have come yeah. up with a production sound that has been emulate, widely emulated. Nope, Ah, not that I I know of. Not that I know of, but I
2: do. We do. uh, Well, I operate one. (laughs) (laughs) I I didn't come up with it, but the the opening "aw" in "La Freak" has been used all over the place by us and other people. Yeah,
1: in fact, the uh, vocal sound that leads up to the words "freak out" at the beginning of the song "La Freak." It's very good time stretch that. I think I actually might have used something like it in uh, Kylie Minogue record I did. (laughs) all right i, I, I wouldn't would testify to that in writing you'll have to prove it in court
2: it's been widely used by by us and by others uh it's popular that mm. little bit with all those voices
1: yeah yeah no excellent that's an excellent sound uh gaz
0: oh um not really so much as a production thing but um my band rocket gold star we apparently did the first ever silent gig which uh, now is everyone's doing them. There's one regularly in uh, Glastonbury. But um, I think on the Wikipedia site, I think we are recognized what, for whatever <laughs> value that has. Um, and that was done way back in 2000. Um, I, I don't know if I've mentioned this before, but it was quite a big deal at the time. We had lots of, uh, we had lots of media out of it. But, um, uh, but, um, okay, I'll yeah.
2: bite. What's a silent gig?
0: Oh, sorry. That's a gig. Which, uh, sorry, I was just assuming it's so old news now. But um, that's a gig where it where we, we were actually using sort of like drum pads and they, and there was nothing amplified. And if you wanted to listen to it, oh, you had it on headphones, uh, like, had like a silo disco kind of thing. Yeah, it's that sort of thing, you know. Um, but uh, but at the time, people were like, "Wow, why hasn't anyone thought of that before?" I'm sure people had thought of it, but we had such a decent amount of press on it. It did make us kind of look like we were the inventors of that. But, um,
1: I think I got another one, just to blow my own trumpet for a, as well. Um, it was the that <laughs> kind of heavy duty shuffle beats from the all the glam stuff on the Golf Rap. Uh, black, not black. Ooh, cherry.
4: that was that cherry, you. Is it? Oh yeah, that yeah.
1: was good. Wow, that really caught on. That was my. Yeah. That was that was my programming and my uh, my Ooh. sound finding. I mean, it was all approved. Wow. I mean, I, 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 well, I, I, uh, under direction, obviously. I mean, it didn't just come completely <laughs> out of my own head. I say, no, it's going to be like this. You know, it was approved and, and I was let to run with it.
0: Yeah, that, 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 that really filtered into lots of other pop, didn't it, at the time? Yeah. Massive, massive.
1: Well, you invented the mashup, though, didn't you? No, I don't think so. I think we just popular, we just plagiarised it in a popular format.
3: <laughs> I don't think I'd heard anything like that before that came along.
1: What? The entire Massive Attack album, Blue Lines, or (sighs) uh, any of the other previous Massive Attack, which which were just taken from a cappella's
4: with beats underneath
1: them. Yeah, God, you know. Hey, 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 hey. That one is. I can't remember who it is. Uh, uh, There's tons of it. It's all. It's all, it's all, because we got, we had the same album and we were like, oh.
0: Billy Cobham, Spectrum. Yes,
1: Billy Cobham. Yeah, exactly. All of that stuff. But all the vocal lines were all taken from, uh, I mean, some of them were re-sung, but not all of them. There's a lot, a lot of samples there. I mean, you know. Wow. It was just around the same era, except they were credible and we weren't. (laughs) (laughs) Johnny Dollar. Um, Yes. Johnny Dollar is the man.
0: Cause, uh, uh, you're talking about the Suzanne Vega song there, though, with the DNA one. Yeah, I'm yeah, assuming. yeah, that's, that's, that yeah. was just a, you know, that was, that was nothing special. That is a song, isn't that the song, though, that MP3 was kind of... No,
1: the acapella was... Oh, uh, the acapella. The acapella, they used her voice oh, as the, as the sort of benchmark of when they got the uh, thing, right, yeah.
0: The codec oh, of, the, wow. of MP3. wow, wow.
1: Anyway, um, this is all sounding a little bit like a self congratulatory uh, broadcast on my behalf. I'd... Yeah, you were great. <laughs> you were great. Was that great? Everybody was great. We're all great. Uh, so anyway, um, that was uh, the Webify machine, the the com, which is down quite a lot. Uh, I'll just see if it's still...
3: That was yeah. amazing. That web machine was amazing, and none of it in a good way.
1: <laughs> it's kind of fun, though. <laughs> Oh my god there's so many more topics to get through I didn't realize it's just time is moving on um, well I think we're going to have to take a poll we've got the top the top 25 paid music apps we've got the sound of fireworks and we've got speed which would we like we'll take a quick straw poll
0: I'm quite up for the apps myself
1: okay that's yeah, one go on. one for apps okay right well in that case I think I can flip to uh
3: I can't I can't do anything about Google Chrome after Recent encounters of oh
1: deer, really? Cold sweats. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry,
4: I've got
1: a Google. A I've got a Google Plus as well. Uh, you probably can't read this in the chat room. Actually, that's a bit useless. I didn't.
2: Google Plus.
1: I got Google Plus. Yeah. Um, Send and... me
2: an invite, would you?
1: I don't know how to. I tried to do it for Akai Pete in the chat room. I thought you had to share something with someone who wasn't on it, and then they. Just got to join up, and I thought that's how it worked, but I doesn't see, it doesn't—it doesn't seem to work that way. Or at least, maybe, um, maybe the people I want to share it with are not considered to be important enough. I don't know quite when, how it works. When you find it, please send me an invite. Okay, because <laughs> I'd like to use that in the um, in the in the show because I think, you know, the Skype format is really clever because obviously when somebody talks in one of these windows, they're brought up to here. They take that in Google plus even more and um, you can have up to 10 participants. So we could perhaps have a Google Ch- plus channel as well and increase the number of, it'd just be kind of interesting. Um, but yeah. yes, the, the, this was the news. Uh, the, the next topic, <laughs> if I finally get round to it is also uh, is about just the trends of the iTunes top paid store applications uh, in, the iTunes store there's a feed you can get which gives you the top paid applications in the music genre. Now I'm switching to the video here but I don't think you're going to be able to read that it's a bit too small but what was quite interesting is there's quite a lot this kind of goes back to the topic that we were talking about um, with the iPad in the classroom there's a lot of uh, applications in here, which is sort of like this from Dead Mouse, uh, from uh, you know, crazy disco stuff, crazy piano, Dead Mouse Touch Remix, uh, what else? Drum Kit Pro, there's uh, Ultimate Guitar, Pro, IMT Pain, FL Studio. There's, but there are quite a lot, it seems, of applications that are just taking the identity of the artist and creating a bunch of loops and then just sort of selling it as a branded thing. And they seem to be, you know, they, these are turning up in the top 25 uh charts which is kind of really impressive actually and even the 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 dead mouse app uh you know lots of people say oh it's a bit rubbish but i love dead mouse so i don't care i bought it anyway and then they're going for like two three four bucks and it's interesting because dave i mean you've done this with the underworld thing haven't you where you did uh, what was the name of the underworld um loop thing it was an, I- I- it, it, I- an iDrum app, yeah. but it was still it was still a, an application. I mean, it's it's incredibly. It seems to be coming a, a, another vehicle for promoting the artist's creative output. I just wonder if it's actually lucrative at all, if it's worth doing. But it's, it seems to be popular. Um, the money is unbelievable. I think. Well, if you look at in
3: that top, what's that? Is that like a top fifty or something?
0: Yeah. It's top fifty.
3: Okay, so Smule or whatever it is, mule They've they do the Ocarina, I am T Pain, uh, Glee Karaoke. Uh and if you go and look at what they are worth as a company, it's pretty staggering. In fact, it's completely disproportionate. But quite stunning. So yeah, it's a whole there's a whole industry here. Oh, that's interesting.
1: I don't know whether uh, Rich is—is uh, is there, is there going to be any kind of uh, any 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 uh, chic Nile Rodgers uh, themed apps coming out soon that you could uh, do the same thing with? Well, I can neither
2: confirm nor deny ah. any of that. Um, it had been discussed briefly at one point, and uh, whether anybody's actually working on that, if. It- if so, it's not me, but uh, I don't know. The answer to that is the the answer
3: to your question.
1: But it seems Could to be, be a, a massively growth. I mean, it's just a, a, an intro. And I, I wonder, I mean, I still don't know how hard it is to make these things. I mean, obviously, you know, you you were working with, Dave, you were working with a, an app that was already kind of the framework was built. So it was more a question of getting the content and stuff right. Um, but I don't, uh, do you know what goes into the actual building of such an app? I mean, or do, is it cookie cutter stuff or does it, you know, I, I guess some of these things are going to be cookie cutter based, aren't they? Uh,
3: yeah, yeah. To to, to a degree. In fact, funnily enough, I had a, an idea to do something the other day and I talked to Joe, come on, who's the guy who was on? Yeah. Smack.
1: Ah, guys on the podcast recently. yes oh gosh i'm uh, I, yes No. i can't remember his name that's terrible isn't it anyway too, we're, too many facts we're gonna... to... uh yeah well we we had a really interesting chat with him at the time about it but i just think the development cost for a company of our size and the, the possible is just going to be too much i think what i'm going to try and do is maybe do some sonic branded live racks with some samples from you know some of this stuff just to sort of I don't know, see if, that, <laughs> if, if that's any good. <laughs> I know it's hard
3: yeah, to... Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I should clarify, this isn't a, a, an actual music instrument product. It's something else that I kind of had an idea for, and it's, it's quite simple. So it, it will just be very interesting to see. Sometimes I, I've kind of moved in circles with a lot of the iPad uh, and app developers, and sometimes the numbers that people talk about are kind of... You know, some numbers are so big that you sort of forget them immediately. Yeah. And there seems to be quite a lot of that talk. Now whether it's hyperbole I don't know or hyperbole, I don't know.
1: I think you have to have a pretty massive hit to be able to start making some serious cash out of it. Oh, who have we yeah. lost? Who did we just lose? Did we just lose Gas? Yeah, it's just gone. Yeah. Ooh, let me see if I can get him back. Did he
2: he <laughs> is in the car?
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's offline. Mm, we'll have to wait for him to come back.
3: Crash.
1: Oh well. Um Yeah, great. Uh, But interesting, though, that there's so much more of this, and I guess it's going to become more and more, And just the whole accessibility through iPads. I mean, we're still waiting. I know we've been going on, you know, it's like, it's hard to, to kind of consider anybody else other than Apple. And we're sort of all of us are waiting for Android and all these other platforms to come up and start producing alternatives. I mean, that's the only, the the only, the reason that we have to keep talking about apps and Apple is because they are the only game in, in town, pretty much at the moment. There's no other contenders. And that must be because presumably because it's actually working for the developers.
4: The thing is, if you look through the the music applications that are available for Android, there are a few, but I mean, I can't comprehend at all what music applications are available for the iPhone now. Because I actually could, I could spend a whole day looking just through the music category of applications and uh, trying to work out if there was anything useful there. So there's so many of them now compared to, like, I can look at the Android offerings in about five minutes. Yeah,
1: well, quite.
4: So, I mean, it's just incredible, isn't it? Utterly incredible what's out there. And I'm just looking through this top paid applications in music. I just noticed that there's a wobble. Uh, of course. There. Is dub-step there? Wobbler. A dubstep <laughs> wobbler. Dubstep
1: wobbler. Dubstep wobbler. It does sound a bit like um, it should be made of, uh, I don't know, some kind of rubber. <laughs> rather than it be an application with a name like that
3: tell you what is good if you quite fa- if you fancy it that um dj for iphone and ipad really cool
1: oh does that do the crossfading and stuff
3: yeah 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 really slick actually really impressed with that
1: oh uh, was that that was in the top top uh 25 i right? think that's like yeah like is, number yeah. Th- two or three or something i'm trying to find it It's like
4: 99 cents so even if it's rubbish you can't really go wrong can you
1: yeah, no, it's really I good. I couldn't
4: yeah. collect these from school. I couldn't collect these from school in one journey for ninety nine cents. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Is it DJ for iPad, iPad Touch? Oh yeah, hold on, I'm flipping to the uh, to the shot, the screenshot of it now. Stand by. Um, yeah, uh, DJ for iPhone, iPod Touch, ninety nine cents. Uh, it's an unlimited. It's a limited time offer. Uh, best in class, mashable, uh, insanely rich. What does it do? It crossfades and tempo matches and stuff. So I guess you could do a house party with it if you were kind of, you know, you wanted to do a quick DJ set. It's
3: quite fun from a kind of traditional musical background, trying to make that work properly,
1: like a real DJ. (laughs) (laughs) Does it keep taking over and telling you how how you should do it rather than how you want?
3: No, well, I was trying to kind of, you know make everything seamless but i'm not very good at it <laughs> my it's louise turned around and went what
1: are you playing with <laughs> <laughs> well um that was the apps part of it i'm still looking for gaz gaz seems to, i think gaz must be having a major crash because he's to, oh no he's back again let's see if we can just get him quickly
0: uh, oh yeah i had a complete lockup a complete crash a full full locked up crash oh so really mm.
1: oh dear i'm Maybe. sorry to hear that
0: it's skype <laughs> I mean, Maybe the voice live touch.
1: <laughs> no, it can't be. What, the USB drivers are slightly dodgy?
0: I don't know. I mean, it's actually, it doesn't use any drivers, so it's sort of, because um, oh, so. I, li- I was a little bit concerned I was going to miss out on, um, I wanted to sort of tell everybody about, I'm performing on the radio on Monday, on Six Music, on the Mark Riley show. Oh, cool. Monday, oh, cool. Right. Monday evening. So doing, uh, that's uh, the William D. Drake Album which has I've, I produced, and now he's asked me to play bass on the session. So that's next Monday. Just if anyone's interested, six music, Mark Riley show.
1: Oh, brilliant! If there's a link, um, send it, <laughs> and I'll put it in the show notes. Definitely, because uh, I'd like to promote uh, promote your great works, as everybody else. Thank you. Um, we were just talking about the top paid twenty five music apps and how it's all been. Uh, there's lots of musically genre and uh, sort of band associated things going on.
0: I've just, I'm sorry, can I? Because I, I, I've just come into this world, you see, with my iPhone, so it's all kind of quite new to me at the moment. So I've been having a really good. So I was quite interested with this topic because I've been having a really good sort of uh, prod around there, really, and just trying to find out. Because uh, it's just so many, it's, you know. Yeah. Um, uh And and I, is the twenty-five is it's the top twenty-five any indicator of how good they are? I mean, you look at the reviews and. That doesn't seem to play that out, does it? So. Uh, it
1: was, I, I think it's how popular, how well marketed, and how cheap, perhaps.
0: Okay. Um, uh, on Mark's recommendation, I got hold of Nano Studio, which is...
1: That is good, yeah.
0: It's stunning. I'm really impressed with it. Mm. Uh, and I've got the um, Voice Live, the T C D do one, actually. That's quite an interesting one. It's like a, a, a vocal looper, which I recommend. Uh, oh, the
4: thing with the round microphone thing.
0: That's the one. Yeah. I
4: noticed that was on the um, the iPad that oh, the, we did at the beginning of oh, the right, podcast. Okay. They were
0: using uh, that. I've been uh, I've been having a lot of fun with that, and uh, and the interesting thing I've noticed with a lot of these apps is how how just SoundCloud is really establishing itself now as the kind yeah. of. You know the social network for sound. Um, I'd,
1: I'd love which, to use it because I, you know, I want to put the podcast up there and stuff. But it, it's going to cost us like fifty, sixty bucks a month just to host it, and I just I can't really, can't really justify that.
0: A few years ago, when they first, you know, when SoundCloud first came out, I, I, I was thinking, "Oh, this is interesting," but I didn't really understand exactly what it was setting out to do. Now it makes total sense with sort of uh, hmm. the advent of social it media. Quite
4: total sense it doesn't quite make total sense to me because they don't seem to worry about the amount of data that you're uh, pushing back and forth. They talk about it in terms of minutes. So if Nick put the podcast up, then yeah. the podcast is like an hour long, so you get charged for an hour. Yeah. It doesn't matter if if you put it up at MP3 at like 60 megabytes, or if you put it up at CD quality at like 700 megabytes, you're still going to get charged for an hour. And it just seems insane to me because, the rest of the internet is concerned with the amount of data that we shove around the place and how much the data costs. So uh, they're... they're pricing model just seems
1: a bit yeah it doesn't involved. work for me as a podcaster i mean i would like because it would mean that we could tag things we could embed the thing into the, in the actual uh, in in all of the stories people could comment on particular sections so you could say this is where really? we talk about this yeah. and it would just be great but i mean we just can't you know it's just the, the expense i mean this is a uh, as 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 participants you know how cheap we are so you'll understand <laughs> that
4: <laughs>
1: that there just isn't aren't the funds to kind of have that sort of luxury you know unfortunately yeah um
4: well maybe, maybe they need to look at a different model and something for spoken word podcast. <laughs> well maybe they
1: do, but uh, or maybe they maybe don't they. they don't need to because it's working for them now, they've got momentum. Uh as your head in the chat room uh says, uh are the top twenty five singles in the chart a representation of the best music out there as a counter to are these the best apps? Uh which is a very a very good riposte, I must say, As your head. It's a similar similar sort of principle applies, I would imagine.
3: What you mean they're not?
1: No.
4: <laughs> They've just
1: got the, the sexiest picture or the best copy or, you know.
4: I prefer the top 25 these days to how it used to be. It's a much better representation of what people are buying, isn't it? I mean... Well, it's down. Da- yeah, I suppose no so, because it's across the Danes, isn't
1: it? it? Yeah, that's true.
4: But it's kind of fun to have all sorts of weird things dropping in and out of the charts all the time, isn't it?
1: Yeah, it's like the Baron Knights in the 80s. <laughs> in the 70s. <laughs>
0: That or, one's going to fly or, over or, Rich's head, I think. Well,
1: uh, or the equivalent being Weird Al Yankovic. <laughs> yes. Um, Though I think, the, or, or um, oh, I'm trying to think of another one. Who would be another one? Russ Abbott.
4: <laughs> oh,
1: no. <laughs> uh, anyway. um that's uh, that sort of feels like we're're we're, we're, we're drawing to a, a close and while I do the roundups and everything it'd be great to, uh, if you've got any I've got some great titles already lined up but if anyone's got a title they would like to fly by in the chat room add it to the chat room uh, where we have a bumper crop this week I don't know why we've got so many it's great um, great that we have very pleased to hear that um, so yeah just put title um, colon and then your title or put it in quotes or something like that and we'll uh, that means I can search the transcript for uh, for it all later oh really Rich just popped off. Are you still there, Rich? Did I? Oh no, you, um, you no, you I went, so. you went, and then you came back. Kiwi yeah, Steve, Kiwi Steve, uh, our, our um, New Zealand based um, middle of the night listener um, has rather foolishly put in writing, "I loved Baron Knights."
0: Not <laughs> sure that's something that
1: you'd want really? to admit to in writing, there, Kiwi Steve. But I, <laughs> but fair uh,
0: enough. I used to love them. I was only little when they were out.
1: Can anyone remember a Baron Knights song?
3: No
0: one would listen to the Smurfs in prison, so they just jumped over the wall. A policeman saw him, he chased him, caught him, and this is what he said to them all.
3: Where are you all coming from? We're from Dartmoor on the run.
4: Yeah! Awesome! My goodness!
1: That is a party piece and a half there, Gaz. Yeah! I think
4: you need to teach me how to do that. That is just... How do you remember the lyrics to that? (laughs) <laughs> it's
0: just know. ingrained yeah ingrained I mean I was about six or something when it came out it just... that's just
3: <laughs> brilliant <laughs> fantastic <laughs> I sat next to one of the Baron Knights on a plane coming back from Frankfurt Ooh. Wow. and I said he kept talking about this band he was in and in the end I went what are they called and he went the Baron Knights <laughs> <Manuel.">
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh they're really cool <laughs> ah, they are oh. in my book
1: they are well. I, um, um, Rich has put undermining their taste in music. That's I've, I've already got that, one. that was the first one to go down. Yeah,
2: it's something that Gaz said earlier. Yeah,
1: and uh, Absorber in the chat room had said earlier, ergonomically it's questionable. I quite like that as well. As a, as, a, and <laughs> you had said, the future is looking good, dudes. And Mark said, frightens passers by. And uh, Asya had again, man, that sounded dated all of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed, it does, but it does sound really nice.
2: Yeah, I hear it.
1: That's the power of uh, six analog oscillators playing in unison. You'd have to—they'd have to sound at least halfway decent, otherwise you'd probably have to think, "What's the point?" Wouldn't you really? <laughs> Anyway, yeah. folks, that has been a fantastic week. Really enjoyed that. I feel like I, I was on top of my game a little bit more. All the technology was working. My switching was a bit more with it. And, uh, and we had a great audience. Thank you very much to everybody in the chat room. Uh, remember, if you're wondering what I'm talking about when I say chat room, what is this thing you call the chat room? I will tell you. It is a live video stream that we have every week of the podcast combined with our very own chat room and chat server. Uh, uh, sonicstate.com forward slash live 4pm UK time every Wednesday. In fact, next Wednesday, I believe we will have PJ in the house. Actually sat right there. Hopefully he's coming Yay. over to the UK. And I don't know, there may be some other visitors as well. I'm going to have to break out the microphones. Or if I actually, people might have to bring some microphones if they want to come and join us this week, that, next week. That would, that would be a good idea because I've got limited supply of mics here, not being a studio. But yeah. anyway, thank you very much um, to everybody. And also to our sponsors, obviously, Yamaha Download, YamahaSynth.com. Uh, Do check out uh, the N8 and N12 hybrid mixers. And to our chatties, uh, to our live audience, uh, not my, my participants, I'm now, I, I was doing so well, as uh, the evil doofenshmirtz once said. I felt so confident going into that sentence. Um, <laughs> and there we have Mark Tinley up there, likebeing.com, who's frozen in a uh, in a rather brilliant and sort of pensive pose. Looks like he's thinking. <laughs> how are you, Mark? I'm um, Not how are you, Mark. Thank you, Mark, likebeing.com for joining us <laughs> this I week. seized
4: up? I'm still moving here. How you're bizarre. seized up.
1: It must be the rheumatism. It's not quite set in yet, but uh, thank you very much for joining us, Mark. Really appreciate it. Oh,
4: you're very welcome.
1: Thank you. And uh, to my... Uh, Right here, we've got Dave Spears, G4 Software, basking in the reflected glory of the release of his Imposca 2 for Mac. Is that VST and AU or?
3: Yeah, VST, RTAS, audio units, standalone, three GUI sizes. Uh, actually, can I be serious for a minute? Please do. Can I just say thank you to a couple of people? Of course you can. Uh, I would really seriously like to say thank you to uh, ARP laszlo uh vincent for being a complete diamond over the last week and um chris because without chris i'd have put a shotgun to my head about a week ago ah so thank you
1: oh uh, you're welcome well and i we say thank you too because uh, we shall get to enjoy the fruits of your labor shortly in fact i'm looking forward to uh, having a having a good good old dig around in that one in posca 2 uh, g4software.com and then, um, oh, I can't remember. Oh, yeah. And that now, this is quite confusing. Now, over here, again to my right, uh, is Gaz Williams, SongSurgeon.co.uk, uh, Bristol-based Welsh music producer, with his
2: fabulous. I've enjoyed every single
1: bit. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I think you should probably have that permanently attached to any phone call, any video conference, any kind of public speaking you ever do in the future, because you can I'll always just
0: watch my f- watch my friend number go. T- 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 t-
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, brilliant! Thank you very much, Gaz. Um, always appreciate you joining us, and uh, maybe maybe see you next week. Here, I don't know yet, but we'll, we'll hopefully we'll, it'll work out right. I, who else have we got? Yeah. Oh, no, it's moving around now. Over there in the top corner, this is really weird because this is working properly now, They've the video mirroring. Over there is uh, Mr. Rich Hilton from Connecticut, fresh back from his gigs in Brazil with uh, the legendary Chic Disco Band. Are you in the studio later today, uh, Rich, or are you um, still resting?
2: Uh, neither. I have an
1: unfortunate obligation to attend a wake today. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, well, me too. Um, I wish I hadn't brought it up. Now I feel terrible.
2: Well, no, 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 no. It's not <laughs> right. going anyway. You know, it's uh, no, no, it's all right. You know, this
1: happened. These things, indeed, happen. they do. Well, I'm uh, I, I'm, I guess I'm going to start. Um, I've got to pack up. I've got to go and pick up my car because I bought myself a folding camper on eBay in Chester, which is a four-hour drive away. That's so so uh, it's one of those trailers that folds out, and you get like a kind of. Trailer, and then the beds fold out either side, so it's, and uh, yeah, so it's like a, uh, sleeps six people, and you tow it in the back of a car, and it's like five foot wide and 13 foot long. I'm quite excited. Cool. I'm really excited, actually, and it's just started, the weather's turned, it's just started raining every day, <laughs> which means I won't even be able to open it, because if it gets wet and I fold it away, it'll rot. Oh, no. So I've got to be very careful with that, but I'm, I'm quite looking forward to a bit of exciting camping. We oh, will it do a podcast wet. from it. Yeah, do a couple of it. Co- yeah, for <laughs> yeah, definitely. Pull it, up,
2: pull do it that. up next to Gaz's car in a car park somewhere. Gaz, <laughs> and that
1: maybe we should do. I don't think I'll be able to do the, the 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 quality video switching and all of that stuff. But we could do a sort of side by side thing, Gaz. We could do. How about that? We like could. A, it'd be like a sort of uh, flash but, podcast, or what? Yeah, but could, it may
0: possibly be like look a bit like a dogging podcast. though. Yeah,
1: that. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that. Those were the words that also sprung to mind, but I hadn't dared say them. <laughs> Yes, you're quite right. It might actually look like we're, we're involved <laughs> is, in dogging.
0: Yeah, but watch, watch the kind of viewer numbers go fly, though. That would do
1: wonders for the numbers, wouldn't it? <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, I could probably sell more advertising based on a dogging podcast than I can on, a, on an audio podcast. <laughs> That's brilliant. What do you think? Maybe we should, format, we should do another show. I, I've got the technology to make this happen. We just need the participants. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, given the uh, the mainly male nature of the listeners of this show, I feel this is probably not the time or the place to uh, canvas for participants in su- such a podcast.
3: <laughs> we could have an app to go with it called iDogging. <laughs>
1: <laughs> right. Uh, 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 as your Head is the voice of reason in the chat room says, I assume this is the editing point, Nick. Well, actually, no. Now it is. This is the end of the show for real. I'm just going to play a little bit of <laughs> modular to, to play us out. Just because I can... some more modular uh, Euroracks to review and uh, there'll be a, a variation in the sound that you can hear at the end of every show. Thank you very much. That was Sonic Talk number 224.